Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Good morning, Mount Calvary. I'll be reading from Psalm 1, 1 through 6. Psalm 1, 1 through 6, this morning. Blessed is the man that walk not in the accounts of the ungodness, nor stand in the ways of the sinners, nor sit in the seats of the scorticer. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the law of the Lord he meditate day and night. And he should be like a tree planted by the river of water, that bring forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he does shall prosper. The ungodly is not so, but like the shout of the wind that drives away. Therefore the ungodly should not stand in the judgment, nor the sinners in the congregation of the righteousness. The Lord knows the ways of the righteousness, but the ways of the ungodly should perish. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, mercy, Holy God, we come one more morning. Come thanking you for blessing us to be able to wake up one more morning. Thank you, Father, for all the years you had blessed us, you had kept us, you had showed us the way. And we come praising our holy name. God, we ask of you, we pray, we please of you to bless those one in nursing homes and in homes and in hospitals and sick and just not able to get up. But, but we know that you're able, Father, and we ask of you to bless us today. Bless this service, Father. Bless the man that's going to speak the word this morning. God, we come knowing that no one able to stand before you. You God Almighty, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God that created the heaven and the earth. We thank you, we thank you, and we thank you. Dear holy, holy God, bless us, Father. If they're sick in the church, bless it, Father. Heal it. Whatever that might be, dear Holy God, we come this morning and we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Come on, praise the name of Jesus. Come on, clap your hands if you know that God has been good. Hallelujah. Come on, lift up your hands and give our God praise. If you could just lift your hands to him and just tell him how much you love him. Open up your mouth and tell him how much you adore him. He's worthy of all the praise, honor, and glory. We give you honor, Jesus. We lift up your holy name. There's nobody like you. Our God is big. He's strong. He's powerful. Who is like the Lord? There is nobody like him. Hallelujah. We could search all over and we'll never find anyone as powerful anyone as loving anyone as forgiving hallelujah has he forgiven anybody in here is anybody grateful 
Well, come on, just open up your mouth and tell them thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, clap your hands right here. Everybody clap your hands. Oh, yeah. We all know this song. My God, it's big. So strong and mighty, my God is big. So strong and mighty. Come on, one more time. My God is big. So strong and mighty.
Come on. We have 
things can seem dark, but you still have. I said you still have. Can I say one thing? And because God is the greatest power, we shall never be defeated. If you believe that, come on, clap your hands. Because we have the victory. Shall never be defeated. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. Blessed be God who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. See with us right where those spiritual blessings are. What a mighty God we serve. Just before you take your seat, would you give him some kind of praise if you're breathing? Wonderful Jesus. You may be seated. He is our great God, and he is worthy of great praise. Those who are here in the building, God bless you, and thank you for worshiping with us in person today. What a privilege it is just to be together. God has kept us through, an, through another week, and, uh, and that takes on a whole new meaning given the current circumstance in which this world finds itself. Anybody just grateful to be kept by Jesus? Yeah. We're grateful just to be here. Those who are worshiping with us online, who are worshiping virtually with us today, we're glad that you are worshiping with us virtually. We're grateful to God for the technology that allows us to be together even though we're not in the same space. And certainly we thank God for the people behind the technology who make it possible for us to be together virtually each week. God bless you. Let me make a couple of observations at this point and then we'll continue on uh, in our worship experience. Um, Angel Hamilton wanted us to know that uh, her son, who was shot a few weeks ago and, uh, and was in the hospital and going through uh, quite a bit, um, he has been home for the last two weeks. Praise God. He's home and doing fine. And, uh, and she's, she wants to thank us for our prayers. Um, Christy Johnson, are you here today? Is she here? No. All right. Um, <clears throat> how about Miss Kalila? Kalila Forte, are you here? All right then I will just wait on those. Uh, one of our church members, uh, Erica Holmes, who is, uh, who is um, worshiping with us from home right now um, and homebound most times, 
um, she called and there is a need that she has and I believe uh, where y'all know I believe part of Acts chapter 2 uh, the Holy Ghost came and it wasn't just so that they had good church right there was none among them that had a need that went unmet and uh, Miss Erica needs a, an STNA uh, that's state tested nurses assistant is that right I think or an independent provider to provide health care for the weekends uh, she is a total care client um, and that need exists and uh, and I just believe that somewhere among us there is the power to fulfill that need if you can help or if, if you know someone or if you uh, are an STNA or um, a health care provider would you call 937-837-5789 937-837-5786. We would certainly appreciate that. Let me thank you all, those who came out uh, to Mount Carmel on Friday night um, for uh, Pastor Anthony's installation. Um, We had a good time in the Lord, and I appreciate your presence there. Um... Miss Valerie, you got a birthday today? Happy birthday to you, ma'am. Happy birthday. All right, good. Uh, We are going to Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. And um, that's where we'll be studying today. The music ministry is going to come and lead us further in worship, and then we'll head on into our study for the day.
Tell the Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 3. That's where we're headed. (laughs) 
Everything is pointing in the same direction it looks like today. Ephesians chapter 3 at verse 20. Reading from the King James Version of the Holy Bible, here's what it says. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages world without end amen you may be seated so Paul wrote this letter to the Ephesian church the church at Ephesus where Paul had been to strengthen the work of Priscilla and Aquila that we saw back in the book of Acts where Paul pastored even for about three years and after that Timothy pastored there and now Paul writes to them from prison and he is writing to the saints at Ephesus to encourage them and to admonish them he is writing to remind these believers of the many blessings that they have in knowing Jesus Christ and not only to be thankful for those blessings but also to live in a manner worthy of those blessings he reminds the believers of what they have in Christ predestination, redemption and inheritance new life in Christ, unity in Christ and by the time you get to this part of chapter 3 Paul is praying for these Ephesian believers just above where we read and he prays first of all that the Lord will strengthen them in their inner man and he prays that Christ will dwell in their hearts through faith that they being rooted and grounded having both feet firmly planted in love that they'll be able to take in with all the follow followers of Jesus uh, the message Bible says the extravagant dimensions of Christ's love to reach out and experience the breath of his love test the length of his love plumb the depths of his love rise to the heights of his love to live full lives full in the fullness of God he wants them to understand who they are and that they are loved but then he closes out this prayer with an encouragement with a doxology, with a song of praise to encourage the saints at Ephesus that God is able. And if you'll give me a little while today, that's really all I want to preach from that very simple subject, God is able. Say that with me, God is 
able. Listen to me. I don't know. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what storm you're in. I don't know what you're facing in life, what challenges abound, what difficulties you face, but I want to tell you as a messenger of God today, God is able. I know that we clean up well and that we are careful not to look like we're going through anything, but I also know that we are human beings alive on this earth and as such, all of us at some time or another go through some things where we just need reminding that God is able. And Paul gives us this doxology, this closing sentiment to the expression of his prayers for the Ephesian church. And in these closing verses of chapter 3, he gives us some valuable insight into trusting God. Let's take a look. I don't think I'll be up long today. First of all, there is a simple word about, number one, God's ability. Trust God's ability. The text says, now unto him who is able to do. Saints of God, we must come to truly recognize and trust the Lord's ability. Oh, Pastor, we trust his ability. Do you really? Because if we did, we wouldn't butt in to his plan so much. I mean, we trust the general direction of his word. But when it comes down to the steps to get us there, how many times have we, like Abram and Sarai, like Abraham and Sarah, how many times have we heard the word and then when God was taking too long or we couldn't see how he was going to do it, we helped him out by handing him our plan. But we got to learn how to trust his ability. The Greek word used here is the same root as uh, as. Dunamis. You all have heard that word if you've been around church any length of time. Dunamis, uh, the word from which we get the English word dynamite, right? It is inherent power having to do with God's power, the ability residing within. In other words, he has the power. He has the ability. He is strong enough. He's powerful enough. He's big enough. He's smart enough. He's wise enough. He's rich enough. That's his ability. But Paul doesn't stop at to be able. He says able to do shout to do he is able to do he's able to bring forth he's able to execute he's able to make something happen that's one difference between us and God you see you may have some people in your life who wish you well who would if they could um, I'm reminded my, my, uh, my son told my, my mother once that he wanted a Lamborghini right and my mother loves my son I said okay she has the heart to do it she said I'm going to give you a little something every week huh she's got the heart just not the wherewithal right 
There was one of the one of the precious saints. I'll never forget it. Darnell McKee, y'all know Darnell. He he loved he loved his pastor with all his heart, and he he said to me almost every week, Pastor, when I get when I get it when I get the money, I'm gonna buy you a Maybach. And I have no doubt that he meant it. He had the heart, but didn't have the wherewithal. That's the difference between God and us. There are some people in our lives who have a mind to bless us, but they don't have the resources. But I've come to tell you today, not only does God have the mind to bless you, not only does he have the will to bless you, he has the wherewithal to bless you. You don't believe me? The Bible says the whole earth is the Lord's and everybody in it. The Bible says the silver is his, the gold is his. The Bible says every animal of the forest is his. Cattle on a thousand hills is his. The Bible says it is he who gives you power to get wealth. The Bible says promotion comes from the Lord. All I'm trying to get you to see is that we can trust God's ability. Not only does he, not only does he have the will to bless you, but he's got the resources too. And if he says it, he can do it. Daniel said he may not deliver but I know he's able saints of God we have to get to the point where we understand that God is able to do not only is there a word about his ability but number two there is also a revelation in the text about the Lord's abundance that's the second point expect his abundance expect his abundance now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly. Not only is he able to do, but he's able to do exceeding abundantly. According to the Greek used here, this refers to both quality and quantity. Superabundant in quantity, superior in quality. Not only is he able to do, but he's excessive in his doing. He goes beyond measure. He does it with a sense of violence or force. In other words, when you're expecting a sprinkle of God's blessing, he gives you a tidal wave. You know what the Bible says in John 10 10 the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Overflowing. God goes above. Above all that we ask or think. NIV says or even imagine. Abraham and Sarah didn't think it could be done through Sarah but God went above their thinking the Lord spoke through the prophet Isaiah my thoughts are not your thoughts my ways are not your ways says the Lord for as high for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts I have become convinced that the problem for many of us is that our thinking is too low our expectation is too low we are looking too low according to this passage if I can ask it he can do more if I can think it he can do more if I can imagine it he can do more here's my question to you today what are you believing God for 
What are you expecting from God today? Whatever it is, I've come to tell you, he can do more than that. I like the, old, the way the old saints used to sing it. Have you any rivers that seem uncrossable? Have you any mountains that you can't tunnel through? God specializes in things thought impossible. And he can do what no other power can do. You want to see your children saved? That ain't no problem for God. He can do more than that. You want him to bless your marriage? He can do more than that. You want him to bless your finances? He can do more than that. You want him to heal your body? That's the least that he can do. You, you asking him to get you out of debt? He can do more than that. This is the same God who spoke into nothing and used nothing but his own world to, his own word to create a whole world. Can I tell you something? Don't try to limit God to what you can understand. Don't try to limit him to what you can see. Hear me. Don't try to limit him by your time schedule. I know, I know, I get it. I, I get it. You think that it's too late for him to do something about it now. That's what Mary and Martha thought about their brother Lazarus they started talking to Jesus about Lazarus when Lazarus got sick because they knew he could heal Lazarus that wasn't a problem they believed that Jesus could make their brother better when he was still alive but Jesus messed around and let him die Jesus waited until Lazarus was dead and buried and stinking and then finally arrived on the scene and Mary and Martha said, like many of us, Lord, if you had been here, if you had come when I called, our brother wouldn't have died. In Winston translation, Jesus, you can go on now. We called you days ago when you could have done something, but now it's too late. He's gone. And Jesus said, your brother will get up. And she says, yes, I know. I know he'll get up in the resurrection. And Jesus said, no, daughter, you're looking at the resurrection. I am the resurrection and the life. And there are those sitting under the sound of my voice right now, and you can't make too much noise, and you have to look straight ahead so that none of the saints know that you're feeling like you feel, feeling like if the Lord had done something when you first started praying about it maybe it would have been all right if the lord had come when you called things would have been better but now it's too late things have gone from bad to worse things have gone from sick to dead from possible to impossible but let me serve notice on you today he may not come when you want y'all know it but he's always on time and even though it looks like it's over even though it looks like it's too late for God to do anything about your situation he is able to do exceeding abundantly above is there anybody in here who can testify that when I thought it was over God stepped in is there anybody who can boldly proclaim I was just looking for a little bit And he overwhelmed me. <laughs> there is a word about his ability. 
there is a revelation about his abundance but then finally not only must we trust his ability not only must we expect his abundance but finally we have to recognize his abode y'all know what that is his abiding place the place where he lives I'm still in the text Paul says here now unto him who's able to do exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think and he says it's according to the power that works in us remember this is the same Paul this is the same Paul who wrote to the Corinthian church don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost who is in you don't you understand that you've got the spirit of the living God who has taken up residence in you earlier in this letter Paul said to the church you also are builded together for a habitation of God through the spirit is there anybody who knows that the Holy Spirit of God lives inside of you let me say again as I have said many times before we don't have the spirit so that we can get goosebumps on Sunday morning the spirit of God is not just to make us run and jump and dance and shout. There is some power in our lives for a reason. And get this. Paul says God is able to do exceeding abundantly more than we can ask or think. Get this. According to the power that works in you. Did you hear that? God will do the doing but he works according to his power in you in other words we have a part to play in this uh, this is the same Paul who says you've got to present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable right you've got to report for duty you've got to bring something to the table um, the Lord wants to do so much in our lives but oftentimes we are not ready to offer him ourselves to work with I'm not taking my jacket off because I think I'm saying something I'm just hot we want to sit back and watch God work thank you sir we want him to work while we twiddle our thumbs we want him to do while we sit but Paul says it's according to the power that works in us here's how the message Bible puts it I love it God can do anything you know far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams he does it not by pushing us around but by working within us his spirit deeply and gently within us listen saints let me see if I can break this down for us I hope I don't make anybody mad uh, but I'm going to tell you the truth anyhow here's how it goes listen listen he's able to bring down your high blood pressure when you put the salt down I'm sorry I didn't hear anybody shouting <laughs> he's able to heal, your to heal your marriage as soon as you stop nagging him and telling him what he ain't doing right she'll submit to you when you learn how to love her he's able to get you out of debt 
when you create that budget and stick to it. You see, what God will do is attach his super to our natural and do something supernatural. Because we just want to sit back and watch God work. I know you can't get close to anybody, but catch somebody's eye somewhere and tell them he wants to work through you. It's his presence in you that will take our natural work and make it supernatural work. Uh, his presence is what took the natural work of Abraham and Sarah they had to do something you know and turned it into the supernatural work by opening Sarah's old womb it's his presence that took the natural work of Jehoshaphat and the musicians praising God and turned it into a supernatural work making the enemies fight themselves his presence took the natural work of feeding 5,000 men and made it supernatural when he did it with two fish and five loaves his presence took the natural work of burying a dead Lazarus to the supernatural level when he got him up again his presence took the natural work of a woman drawing water from the well to the supernatural level when he gave her living water so she'd never thirst again and though the bible suggests that he withdrew his presence from his son while he was hanging on Calvary's tree with a crown of thorns piercing his brow, nails in his hands and feet, his back bloodied from the blows that belonged to you and me, but it was his presence in the tomb that got him up on the third day. Let God put his super with your natural and watch God do something supernatural. Would you would you put that in somebody's comment or text it take out your phone and send it to somebody let God put his super with your natural and watch him do something supernatural let me let me go ahead and close Paul says if we can learn to trust his ability if we can learn to expect his abundance if we can learn to recognize his abode then there will be glory in the church I'm in the text verse 21 to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages world without end amen can I can I tell you what that, what that really is saying? God wants to do something that's so great that not only will you give him glory for it, but your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren will be giving God glory for the thing he did in your life. 
To him be glory in the church when we learn to trust his ability. When we learn to expect his abundance. When we learn to recognize his abode. Then there will be glory in the church. Can I say this? And I don't mean any harm to the praise team. But when we learn to trust his ability to expect his abundance and to recognize his abode. Nobody will have to beg us to give him glory. Nobody will have to coach us to give him glory. Nobody will have to cheerlead us to give him praise. Nobody will have to say clap your hands. Nobody will have to say dance. Nobody will have to say sing your song. When we learn how to trust his ability, how to expect his abundance, and how to recognize his abode, when we come in here, they'll have to tell us, Shh, please be quiet. We'll come in singing. We'll come in shouting. We'll come in clapping our hands. We'll come in with a dance. We'll come in lifting our hands. When we learn how to thank God for what he's done, for what he's doing, and for what he's going to do, when we understand that he is able, we'll just give him glory for that. Is there anybody here who knows that God is able? Is there anybody here who knows that he's able to turn your mourning into dancing? God is able to step into your dead situation and bring life. God is able to open blinded eyes, to unstop deaf ears. God is able to regulate your mind, to heal your broken heart, to put you back together again. I've come to tell you, don't give up, don't turn back, don't sit down, don't end it, don't throw in the towel, don't be dismayed, don't be discouraged, don't be disheartened, don't be ashamed, don't be angry, don't be agitated, don't quit pressing, don't stop believing, God is still able to do exceeding abundantly above all you can ask or even think or even imagine and it's according to the power that works in you God is able to get your daughter off the street God is able to bring your son back God is able to heal your broken marriage God is able to heal your broken heart God is able to deliver from drugs God is able to take the taste out of your mouth God is able he's able there's nothing God can't do there's nothing God can't do there's nothing God can't do and I'm learning to say like Daniel he may not deliver but I know he's able even if he doesn't 
I know he can and if he doesn't it's for my good if he doesn't deliver it's for my good all things every somebody shout everything everything all things all things every 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 everything works together for good to me it didn't look like he was able when he let the devil take Job's children and touch Job's body but you know what after he allowed the enemy to take Job's stuff he gave Job twice what he had before this I know God is able now I dare you if you trust God's ability if you expect his abundance if you recognize his abode I dare you to let there be glory in the church let there be glory in the church God I may not understand you but I thank you I wish you had come earlier but I thank you I wish you worked it out a different way but I thank you let there be glory in the church and for those of you who are watching right now in the church is not in the building because in the building is not in the church don't you know your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost so let there be glory in God's church let there be glory in God's church that's why you can praise him in the grocery store in the bank in the doctor's office in the dentist's office wherever you are the church is right now the church may be at the breakfast table let there be glory in the church wherever you are praise God what are you waiting on praise God praise ye the Lord praise God in his sake that's you praise God in his sanctuary praise him in the firmament of his power praise him for his mighty acts praise him according to his excellent greatness praise him with the sound of the trumpet praise him with the psaltery and harp praise him with the timbrel and dance praise him with the stringed instruments and organs praise him upon the loud cymbals praise him on the high sounding cymbal let everything let everything just breathe let everything that has breath praise now unto him I'm trying to quit now unto him who's able to do exceeding abundantly above now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly ah, glory 
above. Come on with me now unto him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above. Above all I can ask. Above all I can think. Above all I can imagine. To him be glory. gonna wait till I can see it I'm not gonna wait till the battle is over I'm gonna shout I'm gonna shout I'm going to shout Jesus, hallelujah to your name, do it Lord. God for today for us is that if there were those who came unsure that you would leave knowing that your sickness is not too great for God to heal that your heart is not too broken for God to heal that your marriage is not too damaged for God to fix that your children are not gone too far for God to save. That your finances are not in too much shambles for God to turn around. I have prayed that God would let you leave encouraged to know that there is nothing that he can't do. And just like you want the best for your children, he wants the best for his children. The only difference is he knows what's best for his children. That's the difference. Uh, 
want you to know God can show you better than I can tell you. He can show you better than I can tell Good afternoon, everybody. Morning. I just want to say this. Uh, August the 2nd, I celebrated 28 years clean from drugs and alcohol. I just want to talk about, just one second, indulge me, just one minute. It won't take long. The pastor talked about God with his super meeting our natural. See, what my natural was in these 28 years was that God would tell me, don't go down that street. Don't you call them people. Uh-huh. Uh, matter of fact, I used to park in my back in the alley. He said, don't go down the alley. Park your car on the front. Because, see, when I would go down the alley, I could never make it to the end of the alley before I would stop, right? So I'm saying all this to say, God has been good. I ain't had a beer, a joint, no weed, no crack, because I'm a recovering crack person, and I'm grateful to God. Somebody needs to hear this. Somebody is struggling, and it's hard to let people know that you know, I lost my mind. I lost my mind to them drugs, but God restored me. He gave me back tenfold. I'm able to help other people. I'm just letting y'all know that God will do if you let him. Put your natural and he got his supernatural. He's willing and he's able to do it. I just wanted to say that. Thank you. Come on, praise the Lord. Come on, give us some praise. Has he been good to you? Has he been good to you? Has he brought you out of something? Has he brought you out of something that you didn't know you could make it out of? Hallelujah. know I got some good news for you I got some good news for you today if you have not yet accepted him as your Lord and Savior if you have not accepted him as your Lord and Savior you get the opportunity to do that now the Bible says believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you'll be saved amen for there be one that the Spirit has tugged at your heart today to come and let the Lord Jesus Christ be your Savior. You can come now.
we all may look cleaned up but all of us come through some stuff and I can remember sitting I wasn't ready either but he was ready for me so don't let this opportunity pass you by he said he's coming back he didn't say what time he didn't say what day second call is this you may have already taken him as your Lord and Savior you may already know where you're going to spend your eternity but you feel that God has called you to this place to this house to be a part of the Mount Calvary nation you can come now you see if he's called you if he's tugging on you that means you need to be here and we need you amen So if you had not accepted him, you can come. Or if you feel that he's called you here and you've already accepted him as your Lord and Savior, you can come. All right. And is everybody saved and know where they're going to be? Let the church say amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I guess that's, that's it. What we're going to do, we're going to have... Um, we want to wait for the ushers to escort us out. We're given by Giblify. Screen's not up, so I'm coming off the top. <laughs> um, if you want to give, you can get by Giblify, or the deacons will have a gloved hand for you for your offering as we leave. Amen. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and present you faultless for the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God our Savior be glory, majesty, dominion, and power both now and forever. Can we say it together? Amen. Let's wait for the ushers to escort us out. God bless you. contributions help to transform lives to reveal the glory of God's kingdom for your convenience you can use the Giveify app on your smartphone the cash app or if you're in the Dayton Ohio area you may drop off your contribution at the Mount Calvary Church at the address shown thank you for worshiping virtually with us today we look forward to being able to worship together in person soon until then in the words of Pastor Sam just live